Area 941 podcast are produced and distributed by Community Powered 94.1 KPFA Radio. Please help support Area 941 at kpfa.org. I'm C.S. Song, KPFA's associate theater critic, and my guest in studio is Elijah Alexander. He's a veteran actor who plays the role of Henry in Aurora Theater Company's production of The Real Thing, a play by Tom Stoppard, which runs through March 5th at the Aurora Theater in Berkeley. Elijah, what can you tell us about the plot line of this play? On paper, it's a, a, a living room, a, a domestic living room relationship play. He, I think he calls it a comedy, but there are certainly dramatic elements to it. Um, it's about love and fidelity and centers around two main couples, uh, but it also has a... Um, I don't want to call her a minor character, but there is, you know, one couple does have a daughter. And so there, there's some parenting involved and, and dealing with, um, a family situation as opposed to just, um, romantic partners. Um, it also deals with the nature of art imitating life and vice versa. So you have, um, because it's, it is a group, a story of a group of artists, actors, writers. So plot line, Basically, relationship, comedy, drama, people dealing with commitment, the nature of relationships, the nature of need, the nature of love, the nature of fidelity and infidelity, the nature of long-term marriages, you know, marriages in one case that's spanned about 17 years, in another case less, uh, five to seven years, but still, we're talking long-term, day-in and day-out relationship challenges. What's the real thing? What's the real thing in the title of this play? That's a great question. I can tell you what it means to me. Um, I think everyone who experiences the play, whether on the written page, hopefully they're experiencing it through our production, everyone will will have their own sort of idea of what Tom Stoppard means by the real thing and then what each of his characters mean by the real thing. Um, for me, playing Henry, which is sort of Tom Stoppard's alter ego or stand-in, if you will, or avatar, whatever, whatever you want to say, he, you know, a playwright, when a playwright writes a play, they write themselves into every character they write, but you get the idea that there's a lot of himself that he put into Henry. Real to me, for me, Henry is striving, um, to discover the real in everything. In particular, a real sense of authenticity, a real sense of originality in his work, looking for the one true, real, pure, original idea that's never, I mean, you know, and it's said that there's nothing new under the sun and everyone knows that. But He's still in pursuit of it. He's still in, he's still searching for the one real idea that's going to break everything apart and sort of be his shining star out of the darkness. Also, he's searching for the real in love, you know, the real love. What is not only real love, but what is the nature of unconditional love? Because they're different. 
And love takes many different sort of shapes and textures and takes on many nuances here in this play. And each of the characters have their own idea of what that is. So authenticity, originality, love, the truth, self-knowledge, all of those things, he's, he's looking to sort of strip away the artifice, strip away the masks that we all have to wear. So those are some of the things I think, I mean, you're, you're dealing with people here who are in crisis throughout this play. And that's, you know, what's so great about plays and, and theatrical productions is that you're seeing, you're witnessing an extraordinary event, not an ordinary event. And, and what he does so brilliantly here is he sets us up with, like I said, what you think is going to be an ordinary domestic squabble, an ordinary domestic uh, confrontation or challenge, something that anyone and everyone deals with in their own relationships. And then you realize that underneath you're dealing with these characters who are fully engaged in epic pursuits, in mighty pursuits. And it's all sort of hidden under this veneer, this urbane veneer of normalcy. Um, they're all searching for what is at the core, what's real, what is the hidden and uh, bringing it to light. Um, and then, of course, also you're, he's playing on real or pretend, the, the pretense and pretension of theater as opposed to the reality of life. And then he flips them and says, well, what if theater is more real than life itself? And life is actually pretend. And uh, he sets Henry in motion to, to sort of live um, live, live out the scenario. He th Henry thinks he has, he knows what real is. And you have to, you know, two and a half hours later, he's discovered what real is, but it has nothing to do with what he thought he was pursuing at first. A lot of meaning and complexity and nuance in a play that's often been called a romantic comedy. But as you're suggesting, there's a lot of uh, drama and conflict and um, just powerful interaction in this play. It's called The Real Thing, and Elijah Alexander joins me in studio. He's a veteran actor who plays the role of Henry in Aurora Theater Company's production of The Real Thing by Tom Stoppard. It's directed by Timothy Neer. It plays at the Aurora Theater in Berkeley through March 5th. Do you approach Stoppard like you would any playwright, or do you take a particular or special approach to his language and the way he depicts his characters. Uh, Stoppard demands that you approach him differently, his work differently, and I've done a lot of a lot of Shakespeare and a lot of Shakespeare's contemporaries. I've done a lot of Shaw. Uh, I have a great love of language plays, and language plays require. Um, not all plays are language plays. <laughs> Believe it or not, it sounds silly, but. Um, you know, there are plays that are contemporary plays. There's, there's been a bent over the last few several years um, moving toward less is more in terms of theatricalizing extraordinary events. And, um, and playwriting itself is just the nature of playwriting is, is different today than it was even in the 80s when Stoppard was, wrote this play, 82. Um, sorry, long-winded answer. Yes, I approached this play as I would a Shakespeare play or a Shaw play. I 
concentrated first on the text. Uh, you have to dissect and break down each one of these arguments and then um, figure out what is being said, what is um, trying to be conveyed, and orchestrate that argument in such a way, I mean, like a musical score, in such a way that it has, it's effective, and it's what he intended. Tom Stoppard, it's interesting, at the beginning of this play, he writes um, a sort of note to the actors or and director and to the, to the collaborative team as counsel in how to approach his play. And he says he, he's open to interpretations of these characters. Um, he keeps a supple mind, and he's open to different interpretations. As long as clarity of utterance is um, the most important thing. Clarity of utterance, meaning, meaning what do you think? Meaning that what he's trying, the ideas he's trying to express are expressed clearly, succinctly, efficiently, fully, completely. And he also says there are no throwaways. There's nothing, he doesn't write throwaway lines, you know? Um, there's nothing extraneous there. Each word is carefully chosen. And he, he really does understand the power of the spoken word. And that, you know, it's not only the, these monologues that he writes. Each scene is dialectic because he has characters debating different ideas. You know, the nature of artistry and what it means to be a writer, you know, is the subject of one entire scene, maybe the longest scene in the play. He's terribly clever. The cleverness really comes out. And the, the cleverness is in evidence, not only in, but in large part in this play, The Real Thing, in Henry's, you know, when he declaims on, on this matter or that, on love, on writing, on being in love. And I wonder if, as you were working on this play, as you were learning your lines, whether you found yourself arguing with Stoppard on occasion, just because he's, he's asserting so many things, he's, he's putting so many ideas out there. That's great. Uh, um, it's interesting. Uh, yes, love and being in love and writing about love. He, Henry, in late in Act One, has hit a writer's block because he doesn't know how to write love or he doesn't think he knows how to write it properly. Annie comes to him with a request to write a play for her and to write a play about love for her. And he has hit a writer's block, unlike any that he's ever experienced. And so we spend that scene talking about the nature of writing love, you know, and he pays homage to Strindberg and to Shakespeare, and, you know, um, who could seemingly write love better than he can at that point, better than Henry. So arguing with Stoppard, definitely. I, I knew that I was coming to do this play months and months before now. Last summer, the summer of 2016, the director approached me and it didn't look like it was going to be able to work out, but then it did. So I, 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 had, I sat with the play for a good four or five months before I even got into rehearsal. And there was a lot in there that I didn't understand. And we're talking, 
in terms of the journey Henry takes, and not to give too much away, um, you know, to, he gets a, a real dose of reality in the second half of the play that he didn't see coming, where he doesn't have the words to describe his experience. It's not, he doesn't have that self-referential uh, tone, that self-consciousness, that self-awareness that he starts to play with. He's utterly confident at the beginning. So confident that you wonder like, goodness, not that this is the, the job of an actor. Uh, it's not, never your job to be likable. But you wonder what is, like I right away thought Henry was a fascinating character because of his wit, because of his use of language. But then you wonder, is he a likable guy? Is I mean, he's arrogant and he's self-conscious um, to the point of distraction. He's negligent in the way he isn't able to, in the way he becomes obsessed with his work and he is not able to um, ascertain the needs of his loved ones who are right in front of him. And so... You know, the, an actor who's taking on a role can never judge the character he's he or she is going to play. Otherwise, you'll never get to the the core of the character. You'll never you'll never be able to express the humanity of the character. Mm. Um, so it wasn't necessarily about me judging him, but I thought, okay, what is appealing? What's attractive other than his intellect? Um, other than the fact that he's an acclaimed writer. You know, he's he's got power because he's had a few hits on the West End. And he's got a certain sense of celebrity now. He doesn't crave that. But he's, you know, he, he can come off as judgmental and arrogant. So if you're not careful with the way you handle this character, he can become unlikable. And you don't want that. Then the play doesn't work. So, and like I said, an actor doesn't set out to make a character likable. You set out to discover the humanity, discover what, where that character is at a deficit, you know, where he, where he lives truly at his core. And then, and then you start uncovering all those masks because we all wear them. And so did, and he definitely does in the first half of this, of the play, he's wearing mask, a mask, new mask in every scene. So you work in tandem with the playwright and with the character you're playing. So I'm working with Tom Stoppard and I'm working with Henry and Elijah comes along and the three of us together teach each other how to create a fully fleshed sentient being you know and that's you know the great fun of being an actor I, I i disagreed like i couldn't i still am having a really hard time there's one particular scene where a relationship gets to a certain level and you realize in order to keep hold of this person you love you have to, in a way, set them free, right? You have to allow them certain liberties. And without giving those away, for those of you who haven't seen the play, it was really difficult for me to understand how certain thing, how, and that was where I had to take a leap um, from who Elijah is, how I show up in relationships, or how I try to show up in my relationships. I'd never been in that kind of a situation before, and I didn't understand Henry's perspective. I didn't understand how he could allow it. But then you go through rehearsal, you work on each individual scene, then you put them all together and you, you watch this entire journey and you get it. 
Elijah Alexander. He plays the role, the, the central character of Henry in Aurora Theatre Company's production of The Real Thing. It's a play by Tom Stoppard. It's now at the Aurora Theatre in Berkeley through March 5th. And for more information about and for tickets to The Real Thing at Aurora, you can call 510-843-4822. That's 510-843-4822. Or visit auroratheater.org. And that's theater spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Elijah, a pleasure meeting you, and thank you so much for joining me. C.S., I really appreciate it. And I'm C.S. Song on Bay Area Theater for KPFA.